This is Life School Podcast, episode number 143, and today we're going to talk about how your holiday traditions can shape the rest of your life. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith in every area of life. This is the stuff that your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Oh my gosh, Heath, can you, are you kidding me? It's Christmas already. I know, it's crazy. Right? One I week mean, away. It's, it bang, here it is again. Yep. Good thing I didn't take my tree down this year. <laughs> just save me all that time. I've been gonna, gonna <laughs> I've been gonna still pull it down. I was at the Home, Te- Home Depot just before Halloween. Yep. I mean, before Halloween, bro. And they were already like, like huge Christmas displays. Right, just Isn't that amazing. Yeah, back in October, I guess. I mean, it seems like all the retailers out there just cannot wait to celebrate Jesus and his birth and his life. I know Jesus and all his reindeer. They're just yeah, stoked. Just... They were giving it away. It was all free. <laughs> Man, that's a, that actually free. brings up a great point. Like, <laughs> Christmas is here once again. Like every other year, it's a cycle that keeps hitting us. And I have to wonder, man, are we missing something? Because we do all the right things. We check off the church service box. We do the gift giving. We uh, give out meals to the, the homeless and the poor. Giving tree. Yeah. Giving tree, buying kids that are underprivileged more stuff. And then back to check. life as usual. Check. Yeah. Nothing really changes. And next year, Christmas comes even quicker. The older I get, the quicker it seems to come. <laughs> right. Like old saying, right? The older you get, the shorter the years are, but the longer the days are. Oh, I've not heard that. Yeah. you, know, you get to, The older you get, you go like, man, it's a long day. But then the older years you get, you're like, holy cow. I can't believe it's December. <laughs> I remember being a young kid every yeah. single day asking my mom, like, is my birthday today? It's like, no. And it felt like an eternity. Exactly. Was... Well, you're right, though. The holidays are a time um, that, you know, they come around and come around. But when the traditions that we enjoy become more and more important with each passing year. Sure. So even though it seems to come faster, they do, they, they, they hopefully are picking up value. And these traditions, I want to suggest, help shape our identity and mm. how we live. Even if you don't know it. So for good and for bad, our holiday traditions, or any traditions really, mm-hmm. um, help shape our identity and how we live the rest of the year. And so I want to you know, ask, not you per se, but our listeners, what will be the aroma and taste, you know, so much of food and smells are yeah, associated with the holiday, senses. what will be the aroma and taste that others experience when they're spending time with your family during the holidays and throughout the rest of the year? Hmm. Will it be a foretaste of heaven and the kingdom? Because remember, if we want to celebrate Christmas rightly, that's what Jesus came for, so that we would know what his dad was like. If you see me, you've seen the Father. He came and put flesh on the Father, on the Spirit, right? Yeah. So how about you, Heath? Which of your holiday traditions have had the biggest positive impact on your family? Yeah. Um, I think just, I think one of them is the day after Thanksgiving every year. We'd make the big day as a family. Like, we're going out. We're spending the day as a family. We're shutting Black our Friday. Off. Yeah, that's your that's your positive. Yeah. Impact? So so Kathleen leaves Throw during dinner time here. to get to Walmart. No, I uh, <laughs> no. We just wake up every morning, and that's a day where we know there's no agenda. There's people can be invited into it. We've had actually other families come in. But day after Thanksgiving. Day after we're going to get the tree. It always starts with some hot chocolate and a big breakfast. We go get the tree, we come back, we decorate it, the kids help, everyone's on, like all hands on deck. Okay, so you throw that tree up right then always, that's oh, yeah. part of your tradition. The day after. Awesome. 
And uh, so it's not really about Black Friday because you already no. told us like in a couple episodes ago that you do you did a hundred percent of your Christmas shopping online. Yeah, Amazon delivery is the new Santa Claus in my household. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so that's one of the biggest traditions because we've we've been able also to take some neighbors in the area like that don't have family and go. You guys want to go get a tree with us? We're going to spend the day together and Great. pour into some of those relationships. That's been really impactful That's for cool. our family. That's day after. Yeah. So here we look at we look at Christmas traditions, and it's interesting you do like a day after thing because probably a lot of family are busy. Yeah. On the holiday, we we for years did, um, a, and we borrowed this from a friend because it was so cool, it was so life giving. We did a um, New Year's Day party. Oh, that's cool. You know, everybody does New Year's Eve parties. Yeah. Well, a lot of people are out and maybe they're pushing, you know, the amateur partying a little too far the night before. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, a New Year's Day party was always like spicy chili and oh, and, cool. and a bunch of just comfort food. And man, it was always really packed. We haven't done it here yet uh, in where we're living now. But how fun is that? Yes, yeah, that was one. But um, I've, I've shared before how close our family is, right? Tina and I are super close with our kids. Sure. We really love hanging out and being together. So the five of us, um, along with our growing, you know, in-law contingencies, two of my kids are married, sure. um, really look forward to Christmas and a whole pile of our team K traditions each year. Hmm. So I don't, and I don't think that the things that we do each ho- holiday are necessarily so special or different than a lot of other families, but I will suggest that they carry within them a code of sorts that have helped Tina and I raise some pretty remarkable kids by God's grace mm. who are now as adults, some of our closest friends and are people who really love God and others really well. Yeah. So thanks God. You know, you've met, you've met our kids. You Dude, know. They're the kids that you want to hang out with. It's, they're <laughs> they're awesome. a blast. Yeah. They're great. And I, but I really do think that that tradition helps set the code for that, both negative or positive. So sure. today I want to talk about some positive code setting yeah. in our holiday traditions. So that's actually how all national and personal traditions work. They set or sometimes they come around annually to reset a code of what's important to us and and who are we and what do we stand for in life. But but they don't just set it for that day or those few hours, but for the rest of the year. I love that, man. Setting the code. So there's some intentionality here. Yeah. But I think that's what's really behind all all tradition. So let's unpack that a little bit. Give us a couple more examples. Uh, any really fun, neat Kalinowski traditions that some I need to know K about? stuff. Yeah, and there again, these aren't amazing, but but I'll, maybe we can get into some what's behind them. So we've almost always had extra friends and extended family. Uh, we try to treat everybody like family um, around the table at holidays. I, okay. I really don't know of a holiday since we got married that we haven't had people and, a few yeah. to like you know like we're pushing back the furniture and setting up extra tables and going nuts and just you know that's cool um and that's just how it's always been and the kids and i have have, have just always shared and included others that are not part of our bio family in sure. these traditions and we've always practiced what i call an open table and the kids know it too so they kind of feel, feel live free to invite anybody they want. And it's nice to give us a heads up for just yeah. food quantity. There's always a place. We'll always find another place to set or whatever. Um, and they, we've always practiced an open table and look forward to sharing the blessings that we've received as a family. Hmm. And some of these friends uh, over the years have truly become part of Team K in a really real sense. Yeah. It's been it's been really... It's an actual family. Yeah, yeah it, it really have. And they would, they would say that and and you could see it. <laughs> so how have these open table holiday experiences shaped both you and your family throughout the rest of the year or even throughout all of life? Remember I said it kind of sets the code yeah. for like everything else. So our kids now grown treat everyone they meet like family as well. 
They do. My, my daughter is not coming home for Thanksgiving from Chicago this year to be with Team K, which is like, (laughs) but she says, but it's probably because she's doing her friends giving again and she's collected all these like latchkey people. Yeah. And she does like all of our food and she brings in a lot of the same corny traditions to set code for them. So, so but they treat everybody like, like family and, um, they, you know, it's, it's just super common for them to host weekly meals then Hmm. and they do it and their own feasts, like I said, with my daughter and always have loads of people along for the ride. So they now feel that there's always an extra place at their table and room for one more. And I think here's the big, the big thing about this, this display, God's generosity and his love and his desire to see everyone come home for the holiday. That's cool. And enjoy his blessings. And so it might seem like it's, that's a small thing or a lot of people do it. I'm telling you, it's not as common as you might think. Wow. And so the fact that that's DNA. Yeah. Yeah. And so now that that's kind of set the code. So yeah, we're going to mostly get together as team K both bio and extended, but the fact that they're doing that throughout all the year, man, that's just, thanks God. That's so cool, man. Okay. Give us another one. Okay. Here's another, our, our Polish traditional breakfast at the holiday. I say sort of Polish traditional because we, we've tweaked it. So, um, it's not only Christmas, but for Christmas and Thanksgiving and Easter mornings, they all have one thing in common for us. Okay. And that's that we start the day-long feasting, because <laughs> that's that. what it is in celebration, with a traditional Polish breakfast. Now, is Polish, are they known for partying throughout the whole day? Is that kind of a standard Polish? I guess so. That's okay. why I say sort of. I don't know. <laughs> okay. we, we have just made it a whole day thing. Tina's like dream is always to, for especially Christmas, yeah. I don't want to get out of my pajamas the whole day. That's awesome. But then, like, often we have a whole house full of people, and a lot of them are guests. Yeah. You know, we try to treat them as family, <laughs> yeah, not guests. Sure. And I'm like, you know, you know, it was this maybe, isn't the norm. Maybe at four o'clock we could throw some jeans <laughs> yeah. on. Or something. That's um, awesome. So, so, what's that breakfast you know, so it's like, like our version of it anyway. So we have loads of kielbasa, which is like smoked Polish sausage. Okay. And not the stuff you can just get at Safeway because that's just meh. Yeah, I mean, that, yeah, we we like we have literally flown cross country. To get the right Polish sausage and bring it home. Seriously, um, that's excessive, right? And tons (laughs) of eggs and toast and uh, usually a few other Team K favorites thrown in for good measure, like salami and eggs and things like that. We'll throw it all out. We just throw it all there. Um, And then Real quick, can we put salami eggs in the big three notes for this week? We totally can. I have a link to the recipe and and the the apple cake, the Team K apple cake that goes with it. I haven't had that yet. It's so perfect together. Okay. And then we, you know, we topped it off with pots of coffee. Really strong. Um, okay. Usually a mimosa or two nice. for those age appropriate. And uh, and then you have the start to a pretty awesome day together. Oh, okay. Cool. And and by the way, when our kids were little, we always started off Christmas morning. This is another tradition with a birthday cake with candles for Jesus. Huh. And we sang happy birthday to him. That's now that's cool. super corny. They loved it when they were little. But as they got older, you know, it yeah, was like, okay, Dad, we kind of get it. Now, here, here's what was weird. Um, this is a Team K thing. If my kids hear this episode, they'll laugh. Um, my family's version of happy birthday, we didn't create this, but my, you know, yeah. my extended, my whole family growing up, grandparents, my folks, it was always happy birthday to you. And then a normal, yeah. right? Um, and then there was, they, they had a whole other verse. Huh. May the dear Lord bless you. May the dear Lord bless you. Ah, bless Heath, ah, Lord bless you. And that, that was That's standard. Cool. Okay, but it, it was really awkward and corny when we were doing verse two for Jesus. May the dear Lord bless the Lord Jesus. <laughs> the, kids, the kids picked up on that like six or seven. But he is the Lord. You know, it's like, yeah, so anyway. <laughs> That's so fun, man. I know that since uh, my family and I have moved out here, we've been adopted into Team K and got to share in a lot of these traditions with you guys. <laughs> 
There's Don't, more to come, bro. We just got to get you and your 11 teen kids over. <laughs> get them all over. Tell me how that's uh, shaped your lives beyond just the holiday tradition. Breakfast, yeah. Well, these breakfasts, I think more than any other event, have helped our kids connect with their heritage. Huh. Right? Yeah. And it's <laughs> it's funny. You know, each time uh, we have this big old Polish meal, it re- and it renews the bond the kids have had with my parents and, cool. and the grandparents, which they were pretty little when they passed. Sure. And it's reinforced that we're all part of something much bigger and more wonderful than just our immediate family alone. Hmm. And um, and I wish the church was more like that, right? Me Funny too. thing is, my kids are only about a quarter Polish by blood. Yeah. But when you bear the name Kalinowski, you yeah. know, um, and, and if you watch them eat breakfast, you'd swear they were born and raised in Warsaw. I mean, they're just yeah. all about it. And my son and his wife have joined the Polish Heritage House up in Seattle. And they're, yeah, and they're, they've That's sworn so they're going to cool. have their kids learn Polish language. No way. And yeah, oh, it's a big deal, man. So this is like more than just a breakfast. Like you said, and, this and is my code. friends, uh, I mean, my kids, when they really want to throw out the red carpet to a buddy, yeah. like when my son was Marine bringing friends home from, you know, hey, they just got back from deployment sure. or, hey, they were really going through a tough spot. Their number one request is, could we do like a Polska dinner for them? Wow. Like, you know, or the, they want them over for like a holiday breakfast because they know it'll be the whole schmear. Yeah. How fun is that, <laughs> It's man? just, it's, it, it just carries with it so much heritage and value. And I think they feel like we're passing on the best of us. You know? Yeah. Which isn't at the heart of God. Like, let's, like Jesus, be the bringer of the best. Yeah. You get to a party, doesn't matter what's going on, bring the best wine, bring the yeah. best food, you know. And it's a diverse group of people. All adopted into the family. Exactly. Exactly. So you're not Polish, you're Polish today. Yeah, I love that, man. All right, lay another one on us. Okay, so every year since my kids were little, this is so awesome, and it happens right here where we're recording. Here we are, right? We're in the midst of it. Yeah. Um, Our family, every year since I think forever, our kids and us, our whole family, we've watched the movie A Christmas Story together on Christmas Eve. So if you're not familiar with it, that's the one where Ralphie is just pining and trying to like, you know, I've convince his it. parents to have a, a get him for Christmas, a BB gun. And they keep just deflecting that with you. Shoot your eye out kid. <laughs> and then, you know, the first time he tries shooting it, it bounces, ricochets off the thing, the pole and it, and it breaks his glasses. He's I've like, never oh seen this movie. He's like, almost got, I, yeah. I shot my eye out. I'm, I almost, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so we, we usually go t- to an early Christmas Eve service. Okay. Right. And then we race home and we change into pajamas. That's very important and mandatory. Yeah. In fact, the kids were just saying the other day, listen, last year, because we opened this up like yeah. to community, last year, a whole bunch of people weren't wearing pajamas. I think it's mandatory. You don't get to come. And, my, and we, were, oh. we all agreed. We're laying down the law, you know, yeah, pajamas. Yeah. So and then we pop massive amounts of popcorn. Um, we lie piled up together on the couch and tons of blankets and pillows. I mean, just everywhere you can. And some years we've had to do it with two TVs. Like one year in community, we had 45, 50 people show up oh in pajamas gosh. and we had to literally like borrow another TV and set up another <laughs> room and like put furniture out in the garage to make room to lay on the floor Wow! and futons and everything. And it never gets old watching this Midwestern family, because yeah. they're from Indiana um, and we're from the Midwest, go through their holiday traditions, which is now become a part of ours. And, and how that shaped us, Heath, is... Um, okay, mostly this is just fun. Okay. <laughs> okay. But when the kids got a little older, we began opening up the tradition, like I said, to others in community. Right. And as long as they came in their pajamas, they were good to go. And um, and that has grown and grown and grown to yeah. the point that even we had to start, I don't know, maybe selfishly going like, hey, do we need do we need to start trimming that back so that like now grandkids are coming? And you know what I yeah. mean? Like, but by letting others 
join us for like one of our most intimate and private family traditions. Yep. It's like Christmas Eve at 9 a.m. in pajamas. We showed them that they we really saw them as family. So cool. And we were really glad to share this classic time with them. We, we even thought about doing it at Chakabra at the restaurant one year and oh, putting the cool. screen up on stage and just throwing a huge Tacoma party. We were, oh, but we were afraid because Tacoma, man, it's like freak show, right? <laughs> yes. But our kids never miss this one. And, and now we've got two grandsons to share the tradition with. And I hope that my giant pink bunny costume, like Ralphie wears in the movie, but you haven't seen it, but some it. of our listeners will know. I hope it doesn't scare my grandsons. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of, is that the movie where the kid gets his tongue stuck to the pole? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just That's, seen that clip. I've never every seen scene it. is like the classic crazy thing. And for us, it's like the family tradition. Oh, it's so fun. And so by inviting others into that, it's like saying, hey, you're family. You know, so. Well, we all have our own traditions as well. Uh, and maybe some of these are similar to what you do. But it seems that you've intentionally connected those dots for things in your family. Like you've intentionally infused your traditions with love and life and ongoing meaning. Kind of laying like you were talking about that code into who you guys are and inviting yeah. people into that. And, and you know, most of these things were actually created pretty early in our marriage. Tina and I had a discussion... 30 something years ago, <laughs> wow. um, we were like, what are the traditions you grew up with in your family? You're like, mm, some really dried out Turkey and a lot of fighting, you know, it's like that kind of, you know, it's just <laughs> yeah, like, sounds awful. Yeah. It was stuff like that. You know, it was just like, so we said, why don't we start to create new traditions, but then let's infuse them with meaning. Yeah. And I didn't always see like, oh my gosh, this is the code yeah. for all of life. It's the code that sets that little aspect of team K all year. That's yeah. how we roll. And so we somehow knew that these repeated sort of ongoing blessings would work deeply into our identity and they would form a bond that we really wanted to yeah. have and an understanding of who God made us to be and the gift that we were to each other and others. Huh. And so even more importantly, how our family has been blessed to be a blessing to yeah. others. And so I think that maybe is the underlying thing behind all of it is that we really are a blessed family, Yeah, blessed relationally, blessed with health, blessed with each other, blessed by anybody's standards financially we yeah. live in a home and have cars that run and you know all that and food every day and all that. and so we want to be blessed yeah. i mean we want to be a blessing to others and i think that underlies pretty much all of those traditions really though they're a heck a lot of fun <laughs> well and the thing that i love and this is a little off script is how this inviting people into the normalcy of life is actually a great way to make other followers of jesus you know these people that might not ever show up at the church service with you i know a lot of the world that i'm in is geared to getting people to the service because else how else are they going to know how to follow jesus if they're not here at the service and it sounds like what you're doing is going just come live life with us like yep. come eat our food and drink our drink and get on the couch with us and actually be part of our family pajamas <laughs> yeah and you know and looking back it's weird i can remember um asking if i could bring friends to christmas dinner yeah growing up and even after i was growing up when my folks were throwing it before we had kids and all sure they're like no nah, this is our time yeah they were actually saw it the complete opposite and for Tina and I, we were like, that's not the heart of God. Yeah. He's, he sent his son to provide a place at the table yeah, for everybody absolutely. and go find them, like pursue them. Love so, that, man. yeah. So we don't do it perfectly. And, but that's, that's what, that's, that's how we see traditions. Yeah. And so, yeah, hopefully. I love that, man. Well, let's get to the big three. I'm dying to. Let's do it. To get to the big three, uh, you can get those for free by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 143. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 143. And these are the takeaways that we want you leaving this episode with. The holiday big three. Boom. Caesar, what are they? Okay. Uh, first, the traditions you participate in and create, they can either be borrowed or you can make up your own, but you do have the ability to infuse them with great meaning. 
and a code for life throughout the rest of the year. What and who do you love as a family? Does that show up in your traditions? How will you treat others? What will be the aroma and taste that others experience when they're spending time with you and your family this holiday? Will it be a foretaste of heaven and the kingdom? It can mm, be. It could be. Okay. Second, uh, your traditions can be a blast and they can be a picture of the gospel. Be as generous as God has been generous with you. That's so great. really roll it out, right? Just yeah. share it. Embrace uh, the different people that are harder to love. We uh. call those the EGRs, extra grace required. <laughs> <laughs> Some of our listeners know that term. Um, treat people like family, not guests. Hmm. You know how it is. You treat a guest. Oh, no, no, I got it. Sit down. No, please sit down. Like, yeah. can I help clean up? No, 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 no. Can I bring anything? No, 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 I got yeah. it. No, that's not what you do with family. Treat people like family, not like guests, yeah. and make everyone feel like they're welcome and they have a place and a role to play. Yeah. Let people help. Let them sweep up. Let them clear the table. It's all good. Yep. It, it's They love it. Absolutely. They love it. Okay, and third, here's sort of the takeaway, the do part, like what you can get started on right away. As a couple or as a family this year, discuss which of your traditions you love the most and why? Hmm. And how could you include more people, especially those without close family, to join you and receive a blessing along with you? Hmm. How could your traditions be more filled with grace and fun and be more of a picture of what God's really like? Remember, like I said earlier, this is why Jesus came, so that we would know what our Father was like. That's so cool. Yeah, thanks for those, Caesar. Uh, Again, if you want to get the copy of those big three for free, all you got to do is go to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 143. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 143. And I'm going to push you to put that salami eggs recipe in the show notes. All right. I'm going to put a note in there right now. (laughs) People need to experience that goodness. And I would say add sriracha because it makes Ooh, yes. the difference. That's probably on the, that's probably on the recipe it's download that I'm going to send everybody. Yeah, okay. Sriracha is great. So you need to eat that this Christmas, make that part of your yearly tradition. We also like to have you join us on iTunes by giving us um, a review. That is helpful for us, and it's also for iTunes. So all you got to do is go to the iTunes store, click on the Life School podcast, and give us a five-star review if you like it, five stars worth. We may even read it on the show. Yeah, we've been known to do that here and there. <laughs> it helps us, and it also helps iTunes get the word out about what the show is. So we'd appreciate it if you do that. Next week is Christmas morning. Christmas morning. We should probably not do an episode as we... But we're going to. But we're going to. We're going to do yeah. Christmas Unplugged with, yeah. with the Heath and Caesar family. <laughs> we're going off script for this one, and it's going to be low-key. We don't expect you to... We're not going to drop any bombs on anybody, oh. but you get to just kind of... We're going to lift the lid a little bit. It's going to be very casual, unplugged, and we'll tell you a little bit more about our own childhood and upbringing and holidays, both the good, bad, yeah. and the ugly, and you'll just get to know us a little better. So yeah, love that. For what that's worth, we would love for you to join us for that, and uh, that'll be our actual on Christmas Day episode of Life School. Awesome. Uh, We hope you join us for that. And thanks for joining us today. For more information, you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast. (laughs) 